Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you. Like being shot by an arrow? Oh my God. Or the ice caps melting? Oh, how about pufferfish poison? What? And the things that just make you wish you were dead. Being stuck in a bad movie. Mm. Long weekends at home. Or merfolk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear. <laughs> we're going to get into it. But first, the theme song. Do do. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire, flooding in the street. Welcome to How to Survive IRL. Because we always announce it in the song. Yes. So now I'm saying it. Oh. In real life, I'm saying welcome oh, to How to Survive. I get it. I thought we were doing like a special side gig project. Like, oh. Oh, like behind the scenes I thought IRL? We, I was like, oh, wait, are we on camera and you didn't tell me because I don't have the best glasses on and my hair's dirty. My glasses are camera. That's why you didn't notice <laughs> that I'm filming both of you Ooh. right now. You know what? That'd be a good way to start a new lingo instead of like my glasses are fire. Yeah. My glasses are camera. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? I see everything. Yeah. I see everything filtered. I'm all knowing. Yeah. My glasses, my glasses are, are camera. camera. I'm, really I'm omniscient. That's really good. Yeah. I'm going to say like that to it. my kids. And then their heads are going to explode. Hey guys, my glasses are camera. You're not getting I away did. with anything. Did you have a good three day weekend? I would say overall, mm -hmm. yes. Good. Did you do anything interesting? Well, I we had a a couple over and oh. hosted them with their child, 
and I was going to make all this food, Mm -hmm. and then I got really overwhelmed, and I cried at the kitchen table. Oh, no. Not because of that, but just because of, you know, multiple things. I'd gotten yelled at by a child. I don't want to name any names, (laughs) so I think you can guess who it was. Um, And... It was that kid, the the couple's kid. Yeah, yeah, their, their kid had yelled at me. And so I texted them, and I said, hey, so... I'm not going to make food. We're just going to order. I hope that's okay. And they, of course, were like, yes, that's fine. That's fine. And then it was the same day that Alex, I'm not going to say that's the child that yelled at me, but you guys know who it was, had a three-hour hair appointment to get her hair dyed. Because remember I told you guys I'd promised her she could get her hair dyed. Yeah. And so I took her to get her hair dyed. Looks really good. Why why does it take? Because they, did they bleach it? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So this was the whole thing, right? Where she had earned this hair appointment right. for some good behavior. For, <laughs> and then quickly. For one week. Walked back on it. And yeah. then, well, it only lasted a week. And she was mad at me because I wouldn't let her go to the scalp. Yeah. Right? Because she, she wanted to get her whole head dyed. Uh, blue or something? Yeah, like a crazy color. Or okay. then she wanted to get half her scalp, like half her head on one side and half her head stay the same yeah and I was like you can do whatever you want but not to the scalp not to the scalp because bleaching is they won't do it even at salons unless a child's already hit puberty are you serious yes what Be- what is the because what is the, the bleach danger? can go there they don't know what can happen but they're it's it's linked to cancer really going through the <gasps> scal- like the blood brain barrier it's not good that's why little kids normally okay it's not going to go to their scalp. So let me ask you this. Yeah. When you say scalp, so does that mean it doesn't start until ear length? Because no, I mean, it, it. you can go like all the way to, you an know, inch. an inch away from the scalp. But this whole thing is your scalp. Well, as long as the hair, it, it could be like here, but you don't want it to touch. The bleach has to be moved On top. away. Okay. Like the foils could go an inch away. Got it. Right. So okay. I was like. You can have like it looks like it's grown out. Yeah, that's, that's a good look. Cool, yeah, you know. But it didn't matter that the salon she was also like, said that you couldn't do that. Well, she was like, I know a salon where oh. Lorelai went, and she got the whole thing. And I was like, Well, that's dangerous. Well, fine. That's yeah. You know, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking you to that right. salon because I'm not going to. I'm protecting you. Right. So no. Right. Well, forget it. That I'm not even doing it. And I was like, Great, save me the money. <sighs> So, of course, once we got to the salon and Allison was, like, explaining, yeah. she was like, okay. And then she even decided herself, I think I'm just going to do the underneath. I don't want to do my whole head. And, you know, so she was very reasonable. Okay. And she ended up just getting the underneath, like, a hot pink, and the rest is so, just her brown hair. So you can only see it if her hair is in a ponytail or something? No, because they, they cut it a little bit shorter around. Oh, okay. So you can see it's, like... The underside. And it looks really cool. Okay. And because Allison said to her, we can do your whole head. It'll look great. But just so you know, once it fades, yeah, it's not going to go back to brown. Like It's, it's going to be, be dirty pink. It's going to be like blonde or like yeah. light, no color. You'll just have to keep putting different bleaches on it. And you'll have to wait like a couple years before it all grows out. Right. You'll have to cut it off if you want to cut it all right. off. And, and Alex was like, okay, okay, yeah. Well, maybe I'll just do this. So suddenly she's reasonable, child. She is very reasonable with other people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I had that the day I was so having sorry. people over. But why didn't you have, sorry, I hit the mic. Why didn't you have Benjamin Cook? You know what? <laughs> I should have. So we were going to see this movie and I mm-hmm. said to Jimmy, he said, okay, Oliver and I talked about it and we definitely want to see this movie. Yeah. And I was like, is this movie getting good reviews? <laughs> because I have been tr- tricked by these two yeah. so many times. And I say tricked because they always tell me it's going to be fine. And then it's always terrible. Well, they have a they have a wide range of what they're willing to see. I feel they like they have a wider range than I do, and yet I agree every time. Sven I think would enjoy seeing films with them because he's also very like he's not as picky as I am. Well, he's not as discerning. Oliver is extremely critical. Mm-hmm. He just thought that this would be so bad it was funny and uh, it wasn't. It was the Sebastian Maniscalco movie. What is it? I oh, with remember. Robert De Niro? Yes. The about one where it's like, it's I keep asking father. you guys who this guy is yes. and he's this famous comedian yes. who I don't know. It is horrible. <laughs> so is Robert De Niro the actor who is, he's the Christopher Walken now who will just do anything? He'll do anything. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, they, they agreed with me. Oliver and Jimmy both thought it was terrible yeah. too. It is so bad. Um, it's like not, it's not plotted out well. It's not scripted well. Nothing, like things don't make sense. Like it's just structurally a mess. It's not funny. It was so fucking bad. Um, so I was just like, I'm not trusting you guys anymore. And Oliver's like, what do you mean? I didn't say, I said, you two convinced me that this was going to be good. Yeah. I don't know why they should have, it's just, I don't look up reviews. <clears throat> But I'm sure Oliver looked up what it was getting. I, maybe it is doing well. You never do. You're just like I don't like to know anything about a movie before I see oh, it. Oh God, I need. But I, I want to. I need a review. I just want to know if it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like if people are saying it's now. Listen, other people in the theater laughed. So yeah. So it's not. So even if it is getting good reviews, I mean not good reviews, but good on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So maybe some people will like it. I did not. I was not one of those well, people. I don't. I wouldn't say you're an easy laugh in that regard. And not. I don't mean you personally. I just mean I can like a dumb movie. I can yeah. like a dumb movie. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It was. It's not like people were going hysterical. It's not like they mm-hmm. thought it was hysterical. But there were things that got laughs that we didn't. Give think. me an example of a dumb movie that you will laugh at. Okay. Um. I laughed at Step Brothers. But I think those are solid jokes. Yeah, 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 right? but it's a dumb movie. Yeah, but oh, you're saying like a really like a oh, I don't know. I'm sure if you, I'm sure I could think of something if I took the time to do it. But. I think though that I do think that when you're a person in the world of comedy, you have yeah. a different threshold of what makes yes. you laugh. I mean, literally, I've been on flights where they show the <laughs> preparing for the flight film, and people are laughing. Where it's at like, that? hey, everybody, <laughs> make sure you buckle your seatbelt because we're about to go for a ride, and it's like a flight attendant buckling on an elephant, and people are like. <laughs> Wow. Like, okay. The, I don't want to, I do not believe that thing where it's like regular people are dumb, but like people, some people, are, some some people, people have just, a low comedy threshold. They just laugh easily. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, but it wasn't like we, I don't, I didn't get the sense that we were the only ones who thought that it wasn't good. Anyway, it was bad. And um, so I do not recommend it. Okay. I'm going to talk about Pufferfish. <gasps> Okay. Yeah. You guys know anything about pufferfish? I know that some people, is this the thing that some people eat because they have a death sentence? They have a death wish? Oh, yeah. Because it's very dangerous. You could die from it. Yes. So that's what I know about pufferfish. Anything else? And that they're kind of puffy with spikes around them? Some have spikes. Okay. They're a little cute little pufferfish. They can be cute. They can be cute. Some of them are cute. 
Um, Some of them are gay. Well, there's, there's, there are over 120 species of puffer fish. Oh, did not that know I did that. did not know. So... They're all, I wouldn't say all of them are cute. Maybe some of them are kind of freaky looking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Many of them live in tropical or subtropical waters, but they also have a freshwater species called the freshwater giant puffer. They're scaleless Mm. or they have this really rough kind of spiky skin. Okay. So they have different kinds of uh, skins. So I guess a scale, scales don't define a fish. Not necessarily. Okay. Interesting Pretty wild, to know. right? Yeah. They like coral reefs, mm-hmm. brackish water, okay, shallow waters. They don't do well in the open ocean. Oh. So you're not going to run into one when you're out in the open sea. Oh, that's where I thought you would find it. No. They so like, they're in like lakes and stuff? Well, no, they're, they're in the oceans, but they're in, closer to the shores. Okay. So, for example, they inhabit the entire Gulf of Mexico. But you wouldn't find them in the open waters mm. of the Atlantic and the Pacific. Okay. Not out there. You know, they'll be in the protected areas of those those oceans. They can be one inch long. There's the dwarf or pygmy puffer. I bet they're really cute. Yeah, they're these little babies. <laughs> to the one I mentioned before, the freshwater giant puffer, which can grow to more than two feet in length. Seriously? Yeah. Imagine coming across that. Freshwater puffer. That's two feet. And do they all have that roundish look to them? Well, they can get that, okay. right? They, they're not necessarily always puffed up. Oh. So they don't always have that big puff. Okay. Same here. Oh. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I get very bloated sometimes. Yeah. Right before I start my period, I am convinced I'm four sizes bigger. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I think I'm, I don't know, put on 20 pounds. Sometimes I get so bloated, not from my period, just from something I've eaten, Mm -hmm. that I look four months pregnant. Oh, it's never my face. No, no, no. It's never something I wish would be puffier. Like under my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's always like the waist area. It should be that you could squeeze a part of your body Mm -hmm. and like one of those toys that... The puff would just yes come up somewhere else, like squeeze just, it to my butt to make uh-huh. it rounder. Oh, that that would be fantastic. And then squeeze the rest up to my face. Yeah, puff it out a little bit, right? And hit the boobs while you're yeah, on the way. squeeze those out. Boing yeah. boing. Um, Alex said to me, speaking of boobs, she goes, "Mom, I just have to tell you when we were at the spa, at the wee spa, uh-huh. all those naked women, except for that one really big one, you had the biggest boobs." Oh. <laughs> She thought I needed to know that, which is funny because I have very small boobs. And I think she thought maybe I was worried about it or like she and maybe in her mind, she thought that was something I would notice or care about, which is like nothing I ever even think about, you know, like. Anyway, I thought that was funny. She thought she should tell me about my except for that one woman. Yeah, that big woman, that big woman. That's that's hilarious. She wanted to let me know I was doing all right. Were they all Asian? No, no, oh, okay. mostly not. Okay. I mean, you know, just all different mix of types of women, shapes and sizes. Um, all right, off boobs. Oh, back to teeth. So all puffer fish have four teeth that are fused together <gasps> into a beak-like form. What? Adorable, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so creepy. creepy. Like a little bird face. So they're they're fused together 
I don't know why they're not called one tooth then, but anyway, they're four teeth fused yeah, together. It's like a and beak. they're on top. Okay, I, so yeah, okay. I don't. I think it's maybe two and two. I don't. Oh. That's a good question. I I don't exactly know. I should have watched some videos, but I didn't get to that. But I'm sure we're all gonna. Well, you were busy not making dinner. I was busy not cooking and being yelled at. Um, this beak allows them to crack open and eat clams, mussels, oh. and shellfish. Clever. Um, here's something about biologists. Biologists, they think that the pufferfish, also known as a blowfish. So this is an interchangeable term. Oh, okay. Just so you know, same same creature developed their famous inflatability because of their slow, kind of clumsy swimming style makes them vulnerable to predators. Mm-hmm. So they can um, use their really huge elastic stomachs and quickly gulp down a bunch of water Mm -hmm. and even air if they need to, to turn themselves into this inedible ball that's many times their normal size. Gotcha. And some, like we talked about before, also have spines that obviously make them even less delicious Mm. to prey. Here's something I think is interesting, because even though they're known to be clumsy swimmers, they're super fast. They can reach speeds of 30 miles per hour. What? Yeah. What? When that's they're swimming. crazy. 30 miles an hour. Okay. Okay. So, but that's not what makes them the topic of today's episode. They are one of the most dangerous and deadliest fish on the planet. But the ironic thing is they do not sting or bite. Oh. However. They give you noogies. <laughs> they give you the wedgie of your, like a I wedgie bet. that kills you. Oh, the death um, wedgie. The death wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that you guys haven't heard about the death wedgie. Um... They hold the toxin within their organs. It can migrate to their surface, their skin surface, when they're caught, killed, frozen, and thawed for consumption. But they're not aggressive at all. Encounters with humans in the ocean are very rare. They're naturally shy. They don't go after humans. Mm -hmm. But they can act in self-defense if, you know, they need to. They can release those spiky spines if handled. But they can't kill other fish with this toxin sure they can oh they can't if the other fish tries to eat them right but i'm saying they can't alive do anything not unless if if a fish yeah exactly they don't go they are not going up to their fish and like rubbing up against rubbing up against them um so you know don't pick them up ever right if you see them in the ocean and you're like oh look how cute i'm gonna hold it that that is specifically a note for my son, um, okay. especially if they're dead. Though, don't do that. Right? I would say, yeah, don't do yeah. that, no matter what. Um, almost all puffer fish contain a substance that makes them lethal to most other species and taste bad. Mm. Sharks. This this really blows my mind. Sharks are the only species immune to the puffer fish's toxin. Okay, they can eat puffer fish without any negative consequences. Huh. Isn't that weird? That's very weird. Sharks have all the fun. I guess that's the uh, the chain. What is it called? The food chain. Food chain. Yeah. It's the circle of life. It is the circle of life. That's. I think they talk about it in the Lion King musical. Tetrodotoxin. This is the poison. Okay. It's also found in toads, octopuses. It's octopuses. Octopi? I mean, they say octopuses. Okay. Maybe it's one of those both are acceptable things. Maybe. Shellfish and amphibians. Wow. I don't think it's all toads. Right, like right, in right. The ones that are poisonous. T- 
tetrodotoxin damages signal transmission from the nerves to the muscles. Mm-hmm. This can lead to weakening and paralysis of the muscles, including the respiratory tract. The rapid paralysis of the respiratory muscles can eventually result in respiratory arrest or death. Oh, that sounds so scary. To humans, tetrodotoxin is deadly, up to 1,200 times more poisonous than cyanide. I feel like this has probably been used in like a James Bond movie or something as a plot, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, has it? It has. I think there's a... Uh, I read in one of the articles that I think it had been more than once maybe used okay. in a James Bond film. I mean, I originally thought that because of Blofeld, but like it's probably that's just probably not it. But it seems like it would be a good, you know, yeah. weapon. It's a it, 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 good it, manner of death. I'm sure there is an episode, an episode, one of the movies where they've specifically used this. Mm-hmm. There's enough toxin in one puffer fish to kill 30 adult humans. Oh, my God. And there is no known antidote. Okay. So this is what's po- poisonous in the pufferfish. The liver, the gonads, which are the ovaries and testes. Intestines. They have both? Well, I think gonads in the woman is oh. the ovaries. Right, right, right. Okay. Intestines and skin typically also contain the toxin. Jeez. So I'm going to talk to you guys about, this blows my mind again, yet again, how this is considered a delicacy. Yeah. That people love to eat. Yeah. And I cannot understand it so in japan the puffer fish locally known as fugu is a very expensive delicacy mm-hmm. only trained chefs who know that one bad cut means almost certain death for a customer in fact many such deaths occur annually annually uh-huh okay so this is in japan it's against the law to serve the fish without a license okay the rules in tokyo are among the strictest so the chef needs two years of specialized training before they can even start taking the tests uh-huh. for this. The okay. first tests on paper, and this is including pictures of the different species, 22 are deemed edible by the government. Okay. With Torafugu, or tiger fugu, the most beloved, each with its own reservoirs of TTX. That's the poison okay. in shorthand to label, and the second, a technical exhibition. <laughs> so they have to do like a show. Right. To show that they can properly gut the fish. Okay, so here's how it works. First to go are the fins, mouth, and tail. Then they have to score down the sides, peel back the skin, uh-huh. turn out the entrails, and cut off the eyes. Okay. Only once the flesh is clean can they cut sashimi uz- uzu... Zukuri style into these gossamer slices, wielding the fugu hiki, which is a long, skinny, flexible knife with a blade ground thin that exists only for this purpose. So you're eating it raw. Some people are, yes. Okay. Um, it's it's very common to eat it raw. So okay. they have 20 minutes to do this performance. All right. According to the Tokyo chef and Japan cultural envoy. Neyuki Yanag Ihara, and if so much as a fleck of blood remains, they fail. Oh my God. Maybe we shouldn't rush the people cooking the. Yeah, why is it taking minutes? I know, I'd say, hey, take your time. Yeah. Take as long as you need. So, in a given testing year, fewer than half the candidates pass because it's Uh so difficult. Uh huh. And it's made even more difficult by the low quality of the fish they use because they're not using the high quality. (laughs) Uh, Fugu. 
Because of the top of the line fugu is too expensive, the students have to use specially designed training fugu, which is frozen <laughs> and almost rotting inside. What? Because that's around $10 for a whole fish versus the prized live specimens that can go for as much as $100 a pound. Well, shell it out. No, right? no, one, no uh, pun intended, but I mean, we got to train them right here. I guess. I mean, look, I would prefer them to work with the yeah. expensive stuff, but you know, I'm not going to eat it either way. Then they take all the dangerous bits, you know, all yeah. the stuff they're slicing away. It's locked in a box and later taken to the fish market and incinerated. Okay. So this all started um, the prefectures, which I think are what neighborhoods are called in Japan. Uh. They started implementing these licenses in 1948. The number of annual fugu poisonings has steadily dropped. Uh. Fugu kimu, which is the liver, was banned in 1983. Although it's reportedly still secretly available at some establishments. Why? On request. Like, on, if you know, like, it's like the secret menu, like they do yeah. it. Um, in and out. In and out. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's like you know how to death ask. Death style. Deaths. Yeah, I want a death style. And this is what happened to this really famous kabuki actor named Bandu Mitsugoro VIII, who is said to have eaten four servings of this special fugu chemo, the liver, in 1975 because he said he had a special immunity to it. But he didn't live to tell that tale. Um, he died. And then his family won millions of yen in damages, and the chef was convicted of negligence. Wow. So in 1965, there were 88 deaths Jesus. that year. And then from the 1990s onward, they've numbered in the single digits. And they're typically... Um, Blamed on people catching their own fish and preparing it at home, you know. Oh, gotcha. You don't really have the training, no, right? No, why would they even try? I, I think I mean, people uh, think okay. they know what they're doing. Yeah. So because of this nature, this poisonous nature of the puffer fish, the United States has very heavy restrictions on the importation of puffer fish. Okay. Um, according to the FDA health advisory, personal importation is completely prohibited. All right. Do you guys want to know if they're puffer fish in U.S. waters? I was just thinking that. I really was. This is, you know what we are? We are, we are connected. Symbiotic? Thank you. That's even a cooler word. You're in there too, Garen. Oh, thank you. You're in our triad. <laughs> the northern puffer is found along the Atlantic coast of North America. Okay. Unlike many other puffer fish, the flesh of the northern puffer, puffer is not poisonous. But its viscera can contain poison. Okay. So don't eat it. Yeah. Oh, wait. People do eat it. Okay. They're commonly called sugar toads in the Chesapeake Bay region where they are eaten as a delicacy. It can even be eaten raw <gasps> as long as its meat is properly cleaned. In much of the Northeast, the fish is known simply as blowfish or chicken of the sea. <gasps> the best tasting tuna. Right? Yeah. What are you eating when you open that can? I guess I'm eating puffer fish. So if you're in Chesapeake Bay and somebody wants to serve you up some sugar toads or chicken of the sea, just know what you're eating. Is it legal? It sounds very legal. Okay. Florida has various distinct species of puffer fish in the Indian River Lagoon, hmm. which I didn't know existed before. No. And I looked into it and now I want to go to the Indian River Lagoon because it sounds beautiful, including the checkered puffer, northern mm. puffer, southern puffer, and bantail puffer. Okay. Lots of puffers. So guess what else? El Nino. Uh -huh. You guys know what that is, right? Sure wins. Heard about it. The winter weather pattern that causes waters on the Pacific coast of the U.S. to warm can change puffer, puffer fish. 
distribution. The warm waters during the El Nino year can guide pufferfish from Baja, California to venture as far north as Monterey Bay in Central California. Wow. So they might, they're saying because of climate change, they might migrate towards Central California as the oceans warm. So we've got them coming here as well, possibly. El Pescado. What if you are accidentally poisoned by eating a puffer fish? Yeah. You know, there's no antidote. There's stories about people uh, and fish markets accidentally selling um, puffer fish as salmon. Not accidentally, actually. They're dying it to make it look like salmon and selling it. But that's in Japan. But it's so expensive. Why would they do that? Good question. I don't know why they would do that. Unless the customer knows that it's not really puffer fish yeah that's not really salmon yeah like it's a wink wink here's your wink wink salmon i don't know that'll be three hundred dollars i don't know why they would do that maybe it's not the fancy puffer fish you know because there's so Mm -hmm. many kinds of puffer fish okay i'm going to talk to you about the how to survive part it's very short okay (laughs) you don't you really don't um those affected by tetrodotoxin poisoning may experience weakness nausea and vomiting cranial nerve dysfunction and death there's no known cure as we talked about the respiratory support or mechanical ventilation has been known to reduce the risk of death not everybody who eats one dies okay um symptoms well wait i, I don't understand go back for a second yeah the, the respiratory support or mechanical ventilation so you know putting you on a ventilator oh, oh, okay okay gotcha um respiratory support i think is like oxygen sure so they're gonna help you at the ho- go to the hospital yeah symptoms generally occur 10 to 45 minutes after eating the puffer fish poison and begin with numbness and tingling around the mouth Ooh. salivation nausea and vomiting symptoms may progress to paralysis loss of consciousness Jesus. and respiratory failure and can lead to death treatment seek professional medical treatment immediately Induce vomiting. Okay. If poisoned person is awake, alert, slash, has eaten the fish within three hours. Okay. You're going to seek professional medical treatment immediately if the person becomes paralyzed. So if the vomiting occurs, rapidly turn the person onto his or her side. Obviously, I think this goes along with, you know, any person who's eaten some kind of shellfish and is having an allergic reaction. This is very similar I mean, not all shellfish is this deadly, but... Hashtag not all shellfish. Hashtag not all shellfish. But it can be a very allergic reaction. A lot of people are allergic to crab or lobster. I would say just get them to the hospital because it can be a really intense reaction. So can you survive but be paralyzed? Oh, I didn't come across any stories like that. Most of the stories were like they died. Okay. Um, But that's that's... I'm sure that's possible. Would you like to hear a story? A hundred percent. Okay. Oh, here's a little fun side fact that this isn't the story, but I wanted to share with you guys. There is, um, I I tried to find out because this, there was some research back and forth on this, if this was actually true or not. So I don't want to make this as an established fact, Mm -hmm. but it's fun. Okay. This is from the Smithsonian. So that feels a little bit established. Humans aren't the only creatures that suffer from substance abuse problems. Horses eat hallucinogenic weeds. Elephants get drunk on overripe fruit and bighorn sheep love narcotic. Do you know how do you say this? Lichen? When it's, I always think it's lichen, but L-I-C-H-E-N. Oh, I've never known how to say it. I thought it was lichen. I don't know. Lichen. Lichen. Lichen, but that's different. I think it might be lichen. Okay. Anyway. 
Monkey's attraction to sugar-rich and ethanol-containing fruit, in fact, may explain our own attraction to alcohol. Hmm. Now dolphins may join that list. Footage from a new BBC documentary series, Spy in the Pod, this is a few years old, so it's not a new one, Okay. Review reveals what appears to be dolphins getting high off of puffer fish. Oh, my God. So we already know what... Um, the poison is from the puff- puffer fish. In small enough doses, the toxin seems to induce a trance-like state in dolphins that come into contact with it. So apparently in this documentary, the dolphins are gently playing with the puffer, passing it between them each for 20 to 30 minutes at a time, which unlike fish they usually caught as prey, they swiftly tear apart. Uh-huh. So they had just gently pass it around and then when they're done, they're just seen like floating underneath the water surface, apparently mesmerized by their own reflections. Whoa. So it looked like they really like got high off of it. Um, Don't bogart the puffer fish. Yeah. So I, so it doesn't kill them or sharks. I guess not. I guess huh. not. They're they're just taking little puffs off the puffer fish. <laughs> wow. I haven't seen the documentary. Um, but it might be fun to check it out. It's from the BBC. It's called Spy in the Pod. I'll see if I can find it on YouTube yeah, that and, sounds interesting. And, and share it. And um, so yeah, I thought that was fun. And here's a little fun story about a guy. This is from Live Science. Um, a combina- Of course, this guy's from Florida. A combination of cocaine and toxic pufferfish liver... He, the liver is what you really want to stay away from. Yeah. Sent a Florida man to the emergency room, according to a new case report. The liver from a pufferfish, also known as fugu, fugu, is considered a delicacy in Japan, but eating it is risky, as the fish's liver contains a high concentration of a deadly poison known as TTX, which causes paralysis if ingested. Pufferfish is something that you don't want to just catch and eat, said Dr. Zane Horowitz, medical director at the Oregon Poison Control Center at Oregon Health Science University. There are chefs in Japan who go through years of training on how to properly prepare this so that they don't kill their customers. Because there's no antidote to TTX, doctors often place patients on ventilators to help them breathe until the body excretes the poison. Mm. The 43-year-old man's case was more complex than a typical fugu eater's, however. Over the past few days, he had ingested cocaine (laughs) and eaten canned foods, which made his physicians wonder whether foodborne botulism was at play, too. That's interesting. I didn't think about canned foods and botulism. The man had high blood pressure, possibly from his cocaine use, (laughs) and chronic kidney disease. I mean, come on, dude. Uh, What are you trying to do to yourself? Why are you eating puffer fish at all? Yeah, and cocaine. You're that? I thought cocaine makes you not hungry. Why are you eating? Yeah. like You don't get the munchies when you're doing cocaine. You don't get the munchies for poisonous fish. Maybe you do. (sighs) When he came to the ER, the man was not in good shape. No shit. (laughs) He was throwing up had weakness and difficulty speaking and said that he had stomach pain, tearing his chest, tearing, oh, tearing chest pain and numb legs. Oh, okay, guys, listen to this. The man's grandmother, who had also nibbled on the puffer fish, came with him to the hospital. I hope he wasn't doing cocaine in front of his grandmother. I mean, it sounds like maybe there was a family affair. Oh, my gosh. It's but because Florida. Her, it is Florida, she probably like gave him the cocaine. <laughs> Jesus, plug. don't now don't do too much. But because her fugu portion had been smaller, she had fewer symptoms, dizziness and leg weakness, the doctor said. Healthcare workers immediately gave the man medication to lower his high blood pressure and intubated him so that he would be able to breathe if the TTX paralyzed his breathing muscles. In case he had botulism, they also gave him botulin, botulinum ant- 
T-toxin, the doctors reported. The man received medication that has been shown to help other people who had eaten bad fugu. However, his recovery wasn't straightforward. While in the intensive care unit, the patient developed pneumonia and his kidney problems flared, requiring him to go on dialysis. Oh my God. Eventually, the patient's respiratory failure resolved. However, renal kidney function did not recover, and the patient remains dialysis-dependent today. The patient's grandmother endured a much more benign clinical course and did not require ICU management. So yeah, he's on dialysis forever, but, I think. But was the kidney thing from before? the? F- I thought it was he had a... It I mean, pre-existing. I, he might. I think he had problems. He had chronic kidney disease. Yeah, but I, I don't think this he was, exacerbated it. It made him go on dialysis forever. Oh my god! Can you imagine how frustrating it must be to work in the emer- like yes. to be a hospital, um, any nurse, doctor, emergency room clinician on whatever level, and have these people come in who the are dumbest. like, I ate puffer fish. And I did cocaine. I've been eating canned food all day. Like, and then you have to be like every measure to save their life. You know, you right at the same level you do to for people who take really good care of themselves. Right. And you're just like, God damn it, what a fucking idiot. And you know, like you're just like, yeah, I got to put all my time Jesus. and effort into this dumb dumb. Wow, that's yeah. so sad. But it's also like, so dumb. I don't know. I mean, everybody deserves the best treatment, of course. Right. But it's also as a... And addiction is, you know, a serious thing. It is a serious thing. But also some part of them has to be like, <laughs> you fucking you didn't. Ha- on top of that, you didn't have to eat puffer fish. No, you didn't have to do that. That was within your control. Yeah. Well, that was fascinating. And I'm staying away from it. Yeah. I would say, like this doctor said, don't eat puffer fish. I don't understand it. Why do we need to endanger ourselves? For well, you a don't. Fit? That's the you thing. You can come to me and say, "We've got right here. He's the best sushi. What are they called? Like, are they just chef. sushi, sushi chef? I, I mean, there's probably chef. a name, but you can. Say, I can't even say it. It's a tongue twister. Sushi chef. You can. Yeah. See he's the best in the world. Yeah. I wouldn't. I'm like, no. It That's only takes okay. one screw up. So yeah. I'm not going to. I think people think they're interesting. You know, like I'm yeah. taking a chance. I'm, oh, it's like just jump out of a plane if you're Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> Unless you're Anthony Bourdain, who P.S. is not alive anymore, R.I.P. Did he kill himself with the puffer fish? Uh, no, I think it was. No, I know it was suicide. I'm just I was making <laughs> but... a joke. Oh. <laughs> and he did it with the puffer fish. <laughs> oh, I, th- I was I was going to say, I think it was autoerotic asphyxiation, but I'm wrong. I think it was just drugs, right? I don't know. It was intentional, oh. wasn't it? I think it was intentional. Yeah, I think it was intentional. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is such a sad conversation. Sorry. <laughs> Why are we saying this? Anyway, your joke was funny and I screwed it up. That's fine. You know what? I awful. also want to apologize because I, screw- I I stepped on your joke over text over the weekend about the books. You made a funny joke and then Gary made a funny really? joke. And then I was like, if you're going to read this book, no, actually, you should read this book. No, no, no. I actually was, I actually was grateful for that. But I, I didn't was like, end up buying either of them. But yeah, I was like, Chris, nobody asked for your advice. They were just making jokes. You should just make a joke, too. Because I saw, what was it? I saw, okay, hold on. But it is funny that every book now is like, um, the the room at the back of the house. Like, it's every book is like, special things now. Like, special yeah. topics. I took a picture of little fires everywhere and <laughs> tiny beautiful things. And I sent it to them. And I said, these are the same book, right? Because I know we had had <laughs> multiple conversations where we talked in circles um, about me not being able to figure out which, you know. 
which was but it is hilarious that it does seem like all books are called like yeah so guys yeah that was the puffer fish very interesting oh i do want to say because you did say why would people even eat it Mm -hmm. i did read an interesting article and it did talk about the sort of history has to do with in oldie timey days People didn't know what they were eating. You know, people ate a lot of poison mushrooms and sure. because it was out of necessity. They were eating all kinds of things. And it was in the same way rye bread, when it was not good, they weighed so many people hallucinate that it it, it ended up creating a lot of people being like burned at the stake as witches. What? Beca- rye bread? Yeah, because if rye bread turns, uh, if rye bread has a fun like so... A lot of people ate rye bread in the... Because they like deli? (laughs) (laughs) That was a bread that was plentiful, right? Okay. And this was during... I don't... I don't know if it's considered the. I don't know if it's called the Dark Ages, but the times when women were burned as witches or accused of being witches. In America or in Europe? I think in Europe. Okay. I don't know. It didn't say in the article and I'm not... I'm not like an expert on this time period, but rye bread would... also sometimes have a fungus huh. and it would make people hallucinate. Oh. And so then those people were hallucinating because they were eating constantly this rye bread, but nobody made that connection. And so these were the people who were accused of being witches and burned alive and burned at the stake That's and thrown into rivers or you know, with stones around their feet. You know, and so a lot of this kind of stuff like eating puffer fish now, it was a necessity because they needed to eat food and, yeah. and whatever fish they caught, you know, yeah. they were just figuring it out in the early times. Well, sure, there's a trial and error. All these different eat, eat mushrooms and going, okay, this one's okay, this one's yeah. okay. Don't eat it unless you cook it. Right. We found out because a bunch of people died when they ate it raw. Right. So, it, but now it's not a necessity. Like we know, it's crazy. You could just not eat it. Right. And it's more expensive, so it's not a, it's not a matter of, you know, needing food and not being able to get it. It's yeah. Bananas. It's bananas is what it is. I think I'll just, I'd rather eat a banana. Eat a banana, yeah. S- safer. Unless you slip on the peel. Oh, that could kill oh you. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. And then you're really playing with fire. Is any food safe? No. Not really. All right. Well, I guess we'll be right back after this. Yeah. And we'll figure something out to talk about. We sure will. Goodbye. <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Christine, how was your break? Uh... So interesting. Yeah, it sounds like you found some stuff we might chat about. Yeah, you know, when I was researching this episode, 
originally it was going to be about multiple animals. Mm -hmm. And my husband and daughter were very interested in sharing with me about mermaids. Okay. And I said, what? (laughs) Uh, Because those aren't real guys. And because, you know, they had said, what if you talked about how, um, you know, all the different fun names for different animals? Like, obviously, it was a school of fish, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a murder of crows. Right. And so they started telling me all these different fun names for different collections of animals. Right. And then they said, a mer... Wait, I got to find it for you guys because it's merfolk. <laughs> a gathering of mermaid is merfolk. Okay. Um, and I was like, well, okay, but that's not a real thing. Right. So how It's like would saying I... a gathering of orcs is a, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and so I did a little bit of a dive. So to speak. So to speak. Mm-hmm. And this is like a big thing. Okay, what is? People becoming mermaids. <laughs> and guess where it's biggest? Florida? California. Okay. Recently in California, if I'm, yep, May 23, 2023, so this just happened uh, over the weekend, last oh, weekend. okay. Around a community pool near Sacramento, Hundreds gathered for the California Mermaid Convention, a three-day celebration of an increasingly popular practice of mermaiding. All right. The hobby ranges from casual dress-up to certified divers who strap on mono fins and swim together in a pool or the open ocean. Oh, that sounds dangerous. It does, right? Yes. I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about this because it's real fascinating okay there's some photos you might need to see it it's oh just so you know it's billed as the world's longest running mermaid gathering um it started as an informal event among friends in 2011 and now it's a full weekend tailored to merfolk it's gender neutral term thank Mm -hmm. god because we don't want to leave anyone out no um some are profes- professionally trained mermaids. What? <laughs> By who? Who perform at underwater shows to guppies. This is the community what? term to those new to the mer-, mer world. We're guppies, guys, because we're new to the world. Okay. So All right. they perform for guppies. Yes. Okay. Is this like when you watch an old movie and there's um, they're in a f- weird bar and there's a huge yeah. aquarium <laughs> yes. and someone is swimming as if they were a mermaid. Is yes. that what they're talking about? Yeah. Okay. But it's all happening now. Okay. Right. Merfolk, Danielle, Garen, they come from all over the world. Sure. One mermaid, she doesn't use her name. I don't know why she wouldn't, saying <laughs> she took four different flights from her home in northern Canada to get to this convention in Sacramento. Okay. Why didn't she just swim reasons. there? I don't understand. I don't understand why she wouldn't just swim there. Mm-hmm. She could have. Maybe she was on the east coast of Canada and that was too oh, much ocean. Oh, got it, got know? it, got it. So there, there were panels, underwater photo shoots, workshops, and obviously a lot of vendors for mermaid memorabilia mm-hmm. at this event. Okay, do you guys want to know? The I want to know everything. The event. I want to tell you everything. Okay. Because I am dying. Also, guys, 
No judgment. <laughs> Too late, Chris. <laughs> wow. I backpedaled that. I know. Um, events kicked off Friday night at Dive Bar. Oh, boy. A mermaid-centric club that hosts nightly underwater wait, wait, shows. Wait, 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 wait. A mermaid-centric club. So this exists 24? I don't know. I think it's just for this. Oh, there's a pop-up? I, 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 it sounds like it's... Okay. I would be surprised if it was there forever. Okay, so I'm sorry. There are what... Attendees dressed in their mermaid gear, minus yeah. the fins, because they're not, I think it's not in the water. Okay. And they're drinking and ooing and aahing at the swimming performers, and they do a contest mm-hmm. whose um, creation best showcased their mercenalities. Oh. Right, right. Sounds like they have MRSA. <laughs> <laughs> On Saturday, the community pool party was infused with an overwhelming air of support and joy with attendees hyping up an overwhelming air of superiority. (laughs) (laughs) I just think they're better than us. We're merfolk. With attendees hyping up each other's outfits with a popular refrain of, yes, fish. Oh, no, no, no. Look, there's only so far I can go along with your journey of of living your true self. Yes, fish might be the limit I can go. Do we have, do have I, resting fish face? <laughs> that really is a Real Housewives Jesus term, isn't it? Resting fish face. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, they have a fine. Oh, the day's close. The merfolk dress in their finest costumes for the bubble ball. It's a mermaid prom where couples slow dance to the Little Mermaid's Kiss the Girl and a conga line of jellyfish, pirates, mermaids, and one person in a shrimp costume weaved around the dance floor. Okay, so wait. I'm sorry. I have to go back for a second. Please. Couples. So. Yeah, you know, couples. I I was thinking this was just something that, like, sad women do. No, 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 no. I'm going to show you a picture. they found. Okay, so they, they they come with a partner oh i think a lot of people come single okay okay but you said the person oh okay okay i didn't know if this was like i'm i'm into rockabilly and you're into rockabilly and i i wear my hair i think people hook up here i'm gonna show you a picture and you're gonna go yeah all right okay that might be worse than the mermaids by the way the rockabilly (laughs) yeah i don't know if i had to pick between one or the other i like the rockabilly look i think it's cute it is cute but i don't know it's a lot of work yeah. But I, I kind of admire. And then you have to know how to do those dances. Oh, I love those dances, though. But can you do them? Um, I took a... Well, rockabilly isn't exactly the same as... Are you thinking of, like, swingers kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I guess that's similar. Um, I did a lesson once at the Brown Derby, and I picked it up pretty quick. Oh, yeah. I don't... You're, but well, I, you I, have a background in but dance. But I don't know it. I mean, I yeah. have to relearn it. Yeah. Okay, then Sunday... And yeah. I don't know the real hard stuff, you know, with like the twirling and the spinning and all that kind of crap. I mean, when I say, I mean, like where they lift you up and partner yeah. you. And yeah. Like. Yeah. I think I might have to do that over the mermaid stuff. Yeah. Just because also you're in a pool and it might be cold and mm. you might, I might drown with that tail. Okay. <laughs> There's a mermaid parade on Sunday through old Sacramento. Okay. And um, I'm just going to show you a photo so you can see. I really want to see these photos. I, I mean, there's more than one photo. But I'm guessing it's a lot of clamshell bras. You're, I'm not, you're not going to see a bra in this picture. Wait, what? Oh. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Here you go. Okay, okay. This is not she what I was expecting. Is in full she? shape of water. Yeah. I think we're going to go with they. That, that person. That's not. A, I don't know that that's that a she. That person looks like oh. a man to me. We're going to go with a they. Or a okay, they. We'll we don't they, know. 
Um, um, I that think person's, is, that person's more flat chested than Chris. Yeah, that, I don't think that's a she. Um, I think this is a very, and here's another pick of they're doing like some lessons of mermaid, merfolk uh, okay, movement. Okay, wait, I got. Sorry, sorry. Here, you can take a picture. Take a picture with your eyes. Okay, that's more what I was expecting. People in like bikini tops with um. With yeah, like mermaid bottoms. I think you know what you have to do with merfolk. Leave your expectations at the door. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna. Sh- sh- let me see. There might be more pictures. And so some of them are in like a freaky. Some of them are classic mermaids, and mm-hmm. some of them are more. It feels very. It feels very LGBTQ friendly. Mm-hmm. L- several of mer people decline to share their real names, preferring to keep their mersonas separate from their daily lives. Sure. I get that. You want to just go and escape and you want to do your... Is Ted Cruz going to make these people illegal soon? Because uh, I might not be against it. He might not know about it yet. <laughs> okay. um, but if he finds out, he... Uh, Ron DeSantis for sure is on this. Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant Ron DeSantis. It's I, hard to keep... I, I said them. the wrong name. It's hard to keep track of uh, Satan's minions. Mm-hmm. Let's see what else. Okay, we can skip this. I mean, Here, it's, okay, it's, this is what I was imagining. Okay, Eldoris, who is genderqueer, said the community is overwhelmingly inclusive, a place that allows queer, trans, and neurodivergent people to settle into themselves. Okay. I mean, mermaiding does seem like it's colorful, it's free, yeah. it feels fun. I definitely feel like it'd be a place where that would it just, you know, allow I everyone th- to... I think my obje- uh, objection to it is it seems like forced fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems a little... Like well, it seems silly. Well... I'm just going to say it. It seems silly. I think there's a lot of things that for me, I'm almost like, well, this is for children. Yeah. And I'm a grown up. And right. I guess I'm just, I, I'm not that free. Same. So, you know, but I I certainly support anyone who wants to dress oh, up like a mermaid. whatever the hell you Go want. do it. I, sure. I, I'm going to make fun but of it. But we're going to make fun of it. For sure. Bit. For yeah. sure. It's, it's, it's not any different than like Ren Faire, to be honest. Well, that's what it's, I was going to say. Which I also will make fun of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. I would go to a Ren fair and take my kids and delight in the ridiculousness of it, and I would also make fun of it. See, when I go to the Ren fair, which I probably won't anymore. I've but never been. When Oliver, oh, you've never been? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, when Oliver was little, he was into it. So when we went, it's one of those things where I'm like, I have no desire. My mom did make us dress up when we were little, and I didn't have a lot of cleavage, so that was embarrassing. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't when you were little. <laughs> no, because um, it's a lot of cleavage. Yeah, yeah. At the rent fair, but um, no, but it was hot, and I wasn't a costume when I was a kid. But um, when I go as an adult, they're adding to the experience. Mm-hmm. Like you can enjoy it in a non-costume way. Yes, which is how we did it, as you know, my family. As an adult, I'm saying, but. The other people dressing up sort of does add to your fun because yes. they are part of the scenery. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't think I would be involved in a. Well, it's a convention too. Yeah, but right. they do have a parade, so you could go watch sure. the parade and enjoy the yeah. mermaid parade. Here's fa- something I think is really fascinating, guys. The largest scuba diving scuba diving training organization, Patty, which you guys have probably heard of, oh. introduced a mermaid course in 2020. Focusing on mermaid-specific diving skills, like swimming with a monofin and breath-holding techniques, it now offers seven levels of mermaiding courses. Oh, for God's From sake. introductory to professional mermaid instructor training around the world, it has seen mermaiding certifications increase more than 400%. Whoa. In the last few years. 
This has grown more quickly than scuba diving in some locations, including China. <laughs> what? <sighs> Guys, I can't understand. But listen, you guys, I'm going to let me see if there's anything else interesting. Well, in this during article. the break, Aaron, uh, Aaron sorry, Garen, uh, now I'm doing it. Garen uh, asked this question and I actually my mind went there, too. Are there surgeries happening? I don't see that in here. Okay, thank I God. do right. see. It does sound like it's all very inclusive. There's this woman, Shay Monique. I, I shouldn't say woman, a person, because okay. it doesn't... A mermaid based in the D.C. area founded the Society of Fat Mermaids in 2018 and was drawn to a community where she said she always felt celebrated. She found when the whimsical nature of mermaid lends itself to expansive representations of many hmm. identities and a desire to keep the space as safe as possible. The mer community is ultimately made up of adults doing very playful, creative stuff. I mean, again, it's like... Adults collect toys. Adults, I didn't mean to point at you so specifically, Garen. She's just going to list 50 things and point at Garen every time. Adults, you know, love uh, Chucky. No, but, you know. We, Adults have 12 roommates. We think of, like, our, our fat friend Matt Weinhold. He has a very big toy collector. Did you collector. say our fat friend Matt Weinhold? No, I didn't. <laughs> That's what it sounded like you said. I, I think I just slipped oh, on okay. fuffa. I thought, okay. Oh, my our God. Friend, no. Yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've, Matt's great um, and not fat. No. Um, I think there are a lot of elements of wanting to preserve a level of childhood. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm assuming this is a sometime thing. This is not like a going through life as a mermaid thing. However. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Before. Oh, no, no, no. However. So when I saw that Patty course, uh-huh. I did another. I did. I put in mermaiding news. Uh-huh. And guess what came up? This is amazing, you guys. Real-life mermaids rescue struggling scuba diver in California. It was a fairy tale. Okay, wait till you see the picture. Okay. Look at the mermaids. Look at the guy they rescued. Oh. <laughs> so this guy gets rescued by those three mermaids. Okay, so it's like an older dude in a... Is he wearing oh a wetsuit or a diving suit? Yeah, he's suit. like a guy in his 70s. And th- three young, beautiful. pretty ladies. Like, they look like they're going to be starring in a show called, you know, The Blue Mermaids. Right. So they were in the ocean near Catalina Island in the mm-hmm. open water. That's right off the coast of, you know, Southern California. Mm. Practicing life-saving rescue drills when they heard a man cry for help. They were already, we were already in rescue mode, says El Jimenez, 33, who was teaching an advanced PADI, Professional Association of Diving Instructors, mermaid class on okay. October 23rd. It was just crazy timing. So she's with her students. They're wearing mermaid monofins. They swam out to help as fast as they could, along with a safety diver, Great Chin Burger. That's the person's name. Great Chin Burger? Yeah, Great Chin Burger. Another mermaid who was wearing bifins that day. Bifins. Okay, so one on each foot. The three women found the three scuba divers. One, Pablo Vila, was unconscious, foaming at the mouth and not breathing. They worked together to help remove the 73-year-old diver's gear give him rescue breaths in the water and help him swim to shore. Wow. He descri- or she described the experience as really amazing and magical. It was a fairy tale afterward. <laughs> they kissed him and he turned out to be 20? They're married, yeah. It all worked out. Okay. So isn't that crazy? Wow, that's impressive. I mean, I guess I, guess I said the thing earlier about the one, the mono fin being dangerous, but obviously it would help you, I guess. I mean... It helps other sea life, so I guess it could help you to 
it just seems scary that your feet would be locked up. That's that's all I'm saying. But oh, I this guess, is. Oh, oh no, no, go ahead. No, that's it. One thing that is just interesting I found at the bottom of the article, the near-death experience led to Avila, that's the man, reconnecting with his estranged daughter and even meeting his grandchildren. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Because he made the news and they reached out to him or something? I think he reached out to them, maybe. All right. So. Almost dying and being rescued by mermaids brought him back to... Are we sure these aren't sirens and they actually drowned him <laughs> to begin with? Him out first. Yeah. It might be. <laughs> they just saved a horrible human being. Yeah. He was a real asshole. He abandoned his child. Yeah. Sounds like it. Oh, they should have let him die. Imagine yeah. some gruff search party guy being like, I can't, we can't get to those divers. How are we going to do it? Send some mermaids. mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> they just look at each other. It's time for mermaids. Bring out the mermaids. The Everybody. Yes. You know, we have a free trial right now. That's right. On Patreon for our Seek Shelter level. Right. Seven day free trial. So if you want to just see what it's like to listen to um, all of our extended episodes and our our bonuses, you'll have seven days to listen to as many as you want. And that's how it works. You can sign up and then you can cancel it. Like, you know, you know how it works. You just go to Patreon and you can go to Patreon, go to, you know, our Patreon, how to survive. And it'll show in the Seek Shelter seven day free trial. If you have any questions, just reach out to us. You can you guys know the drill. You can DM us on Instagram. You can our DMs are open on Twitter. You can email us at podcasthowtosurvive at gmail.com. Everything else is pod how to survive. Yeah, if you want to find us. If you want to find us. And so we just love to hear from you with questions. Send us letters. Whatever you want to do. You know, just give us a shout out. Oh, we always love reviews. That's free. Keep them coming. It helps us. Yeah. You know, so any way you want to help us out, we love making the show for you. And the newsletter is free and it's chock full. Is it free or is it just it, for it's subscribers? In, it's it is free for everyone, and you know your your Patreon support helps us to keep creating it. You know, yeah. And there's so much information and fun stuff in the newsletter. We try to make it good for you. Yep. We know there's a lot of newsletters out there, so we want to make it. <laughs> we, we don't want ours if, to be the one that gets deleted. If you read only one newsletter from yeah. a podcast featuring two women and a guy, make it this one about surviving this year. Make it this one. Make it that. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you just said. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we'll be right back with what, what did, did we, we learn, learn today? today? Chris. Yeah. Are you ready to learn what we learned today? I love to go over this. Okay. We are so camera. Oh, my God. So camera. Since the chemicals in hair dye and bleach can be damaging, a child's immature hair is much more susceptible to damage. Children's skin is also more sensitive, so they're more likely to experience a skin reaction on their, on their scalp from dyes. And that's not even talking about, yeah, the bleach is really the thing. Brackish water, sometimes termed back, brack water, is water occurring in a natural environment that has more salinity than fresh water, but not as much as seawater. It may result from mixing seawater and freshwater together as in estuaries, or it may occur in brackish fossil aquifers. Aquifers. I didn't know that. Mm. Okay. That's a word we've said a lot, and I've never known what it means. I thought it meant, honestly, I thought it meant like dark and murky. That is exactly what I thought too. Yeah, I don't know where I got that from, but (laughs) it just sounds like it, I guess. It doesn't matter how adorable they are. Do not touch a puffer fish. Mm -mm. They will kill you. A prefecture is the largest division possible in Japanese geography, similar to a state in the United States. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. 
Pufferfish can be anywhere at any time. Beware. Watch out for them. On August 3rd, 2007, a doctor in Thailand reported that unscrupulous fish sellers sold puffer meat disguised as salmon, which caused 15 deaths over three years. About 115 people were taken to different hospitals. Fugu has had been banned in Thailand five years prior to the death. So I still no explanation as to why you would do that. I, I think it's because it was banned and people still wanted it. So they were disguising it. Right. As that's what, OK. So that's what I meant. Like yeah. the, the buyer knows. So it's like a it wink, wink. Way, the yeah. buyer knows it's yeah. just to get around. OK. Mm. Dolphins can get high on pufferfish. You cannot. You will die. In humans, tetradox. I'm going to do it again. In humans, tetradox. Dot toxin, no, doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier. It doesn't change perception or enhance sensation. In 1976, Linda Caporial offered the first evidence that the Salem witch trials followed an outbreak of rye ergot. Ergot is a fungus blight that forms hallucinogenic drugs in bread. Its victims can appear bewitched when they're actually stoned. Ergot thrives in a cold winter followed by a wet spring. That's okay. So Salem Witch Trials, that is America. And that's yeah. not uh, that long ago. Thank you, Garen, for finding that. That was fascinating. Um, actually, a group of orcs is called a horde. Did you look that up? <laughs> is that real? <laughs> oh, boy. D- Dive Bar is the splashiest venue in town. Dive Bar is located in downtown Sacramento and welcomes guests with modern elegance and a fantasy twist. Splash into our venue where we make mermaid magic every night in our 40-foot saltwater aquarium. Oh, boy. Our live underwater performers will transport you to a sea of dreams with their world-famous shows while our bartenders mix up their own aquatic alchemy behind the bar with live djs dazzling tank light shows monthly and weekly drink specials and events you can look no further for the best nightlife venue on land or sea oh my god if anyone listening lives in sacramento and you send us a picture we will send you a sticker (laughs) (laughs) so this is a chicken or the egg situation Mm -hmm. my question is did they make the convention in Sacramento because, because of this bar. bar exists. Because this sounds like a real, I mean, this is yeah, a real bar it's, that it's not a pop-up thing. This is no. like, so. Also, Sacramento of all I know, places. of all places. I'm telling you, next so, time we go north and we if we have to stop in like Sacramento to charge the car or whatever, I am going in that bar. I am taking a picture. You're going to get some sort of. I'm going to get. Punny seafoam drink. 2010 I, it opened. 2010 and still a That's actually, it sounds like an expensive place to run i mean a 40 foot saltwater aquarium yeah i'm getting a picture with a mermaid oh boy i'm gonna get in that pool and put on a tail guys do it i gotta i better just take the patty course yeah start training now i've booked a surgery i'm getting (laughs) i really thought that's where it was going i'm not kidding i really thought that's where it was going it is going it is going. It will. You, someone will I get think, the Don't surgery. you think? Don't yes, you think? Yes, I 100% think someone I mean, people will get their, have their legs fused together. People get their faces worked on to look like cats. Like, don't people get weird yeah. screws put in their faces to look like monsters? Yeah. Or, like, get, get their leg cut off when they don't have to. Stuff like that happens. It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not... This isn't just a David Cronenberg film. This is <laughs> right. going to happen. Right. Or we just gave him an idea for a film. Yeah, I was just going to say that, but I didn't know if he was still with us. Is he still with us? Yes, he must he be, right? Yeah. yeah. Does he still make films? Yeah, he just had one with Kristen Stewart last year. Crime of the Century, I think it's called. Crimes no, of the Century. Maybe? Not heard of it, but I believe you. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, 
We've learned a lot today. We have a lot of weird, interesting things yeah. about the water and things that go in it. Yes. <laughs> things that you shouldn't put in your mouth. Yeah. Things that you shouldn't put on your feet. <laughs> or you should, if you want. Well. Yeah, live your life. Who cares? Yeah. yeah exactly. Do, right. do what you want. Just don't drown. That's right. Exactly. Or drown if that's your thing. Yeah. Or drown if that's your thing. Hey, we've become so frightened of saying the wrong thing that now we're telling look, people don't get it's offended. okay to drown. It, look, if you want to drown, drown. Like, just don't get mad at us. <laughs> I'm not a drown hater. I'm pro drown. Okay. <laughs> No, I guess we're gonna get angry letters from the, <laughs> the people, the, the drown, uh, <laughs> the drowners. All right. Until, Until next, next time, time remain, remain calm. calm. That was very- <laughs>